0: And welcome, welcome. to just the most haunted
1: up, city subita, on earth. Bop, 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 boom.
0: Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the most haunted city on earth. My name is Madison Timmons,
1: and I'm JT Timmons.
0: And you might be noticing that JT is in the wrong spot today. I know
1: it's weird, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is. I'm sure it feels weird too. Um, and that is because Chris is sick, uh, he is not dying, he is uh, just like a cold sick. He's dying. Shut up, Jay. <laughs> that last episode,
1: that React episode, is the last time you're going to see him.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, they got him. It was, <laughs> they uh, got him. Yeah. Was, the trolls of the internet finally got him. Yeah, um, uh, so yeah.
1: There you go. That's about right.
0: Uh, but... Basically, though, uh, JT is going to be filling in uh, in place of Chris. He will be back in the next uh, episode that we film, so don't worry about that. He will be returning to us, but um, we do have a very special guest today as well, and that is Michelle, or Radar, as we like to call her. Would you like to introduce yourself?
2: Uh, well, as you said, my name is Michelle, but in Torland, I go by radar. Um, I actually got that nickname from the military. No, my mom did not name me that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, out in Torland, I go by radar. And that's just because of, I have clear sentience, have a little bubble, can tell when things are around me. Uh, when I was in the military, I could stand on a flight line and do this and tell you what was flying over without looking. So
0: little party tricks because of it. There oh, you cool. Go. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah, we, we've we been wanting to have Radar on the show for a while, and I'm actually kind of sad that Chris isn't here because I feel like he would have really enjoyed this conversation that I know we're going to have. Um, but Radar... But
1: we were talking about having her back for a Para Junkie exclusive yes, with Chris. Yes, exactly. Yeah.
0: Um, and that's actually a good point to bring up. Uh, for Para Junkies, uh, we do a lot of different exclusive content, like we do bonus episodes with guests, we... Uh, Work out our uh, work on like different, you know, paranormal, uh, ghost hunting sort of equipment things. Oh, yeah, we go and do mobile podcasts. We take them along for the ride, essentially. They have um, access
1: to the series,
0: they have access to our series where we do like deep dives into the most haunted locations of Savannah.
1: Yep, we just uh released episode one, which was on the Sorrel Weed House. Mm-hmm. And uh, so far, pair junkies have hit me up and they've said they've absolutely loved it. So, that's really, really good. But join the pair Junkie fam to view those and just a bunch of other exclusive stuff and crazy stuff that we do that. We do live streams uh, for Gribble House and St. Julian. Yeah, where they got uh, to tiers. talk to
0: us for like two hours yeah. just privately. I mean, so it was, It's pretty cool. Yeah, Um. so definitely consider doing that, even if you just want to support us because it does help us out a lot Um. Mm-hmm. to have those pair Junkies. So if the, you're on the border of wanting to become one, maybe this is your sign to... Uh, yeah. Go over to the other side, if you will. Um, But with that, uh, let's go ahead and talk a little bit more about the Claire senses, um, which I think is important to know when you're going into Radar's ghost stories because one of the reasons why we wanted to have Radar on the show is because she has a lot of paranormal experiences as well as she likes to go ghost hunting, just like Chris and I, so it felt like a good fit for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: But she, she, she recently went uh, ghost hunting in Arkansas and Texas, correct?
0: And also Mobile, Alabama.
1: Oh, and Mobile, Alabama.
0: So we'll talk about that a bit, but I do want to discuss her abilities first, just like in the way that um, y'all have heard how I can see spirits and I can hear spirits and things like that. Radar has um, clear abilities. It's just she has some of the other ones that I do not have. So Radar, would you like to explain your abilities a bit more?
2: Well, I do have clairvoyance and clairaudience like you do, but not as much as you do. Like I like to joke, she's the uh, spirit box and I'm the EMF reader. (laughs) Uh, So we don't really need that equipment when we're both together. Um, So I don't see them very often. I don't hear them very often. What I do is I feel them when they're around more often. That's called clairsentience. That's where you feel energy, but not just dead energy, not the electromagnetic energy. You feel people energy, you know, pets and trees and everything has an energy. It's kind of like a fingerprint. Every energy is different. So that's how I can tell your energy from JT's energy. Oh. So it's, it's. I know it sounds weird, but it's it's just I feel the energy yeah. in, in from the world. Um, I also have clear empathy, so I feel... Feelings as well. So I feel energy, feel feelings. And I also have dreams that come true, which is clear cognizance, which I don't think that one's heard very often.
0: No, that's a a bit of a more rare one for sure. And, I mean, it does appear sometimes with different people uh, in various ways. It's not always prophetic dreams or things like that. Um, But if you all haven't watched the, what was it, uh, Unsolved Mysteries episode?
1: There's a bunch of them like that.
0: No, 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 no. The one where the lady... Had the dream about
1: oh the okay the dream yeah yeah yeah, yeah so
0: there's Absolutely. an episode of the murder yes yeah. um there's an episode of Unsolved Mysteries I don't know if you've watched it but is
2: it the new Netflix yes the new Unsolved Mysteries. yes not the old one yes yeah, correct yeah.
0: yeah it's a it's a new episode in this latest season that they just put out um but it's basically this woman. She moves into an apartment where a woman had been murdered and her um, murder was never solved. And she had a dream and she was able to like locate certain things that she shouldn't have had knowledge of. She was able to uh, give names of things like all sorts of crazy stuff. Like she basically helped solve that murder.
1: Yeah, she she um it was really it was really funny because you see these cops. You know, cops are usually very uh, statistics driven. They're very uh you know logic driven, and you see these cops like. I believe you? in ghosts now. Literally,
0: <laughs> it's crazy. Literally, they're like, "How'd she know that? How'd she know that?" <laughs> but yeah, it reminded me of you a lot because it's kind of in the way that your uh, claircognizance works. But uh, that one was just a very specific situation.
2: Yeah my my dreams that come true are a little tiny bit different. I have never helped solve a crime, but yeah. I do see things that eventually happen whether it's a day later, months later, years later. Um, For example, when I was two, um, I started having this dream. It was like a couple times a week. It was recurring. And I kept having this dream about this really beautiful staircase, had this red runner going up, this really beautiful staircase. And I felt like I lived there. Hmm. And I kept having the dream, and eventually, you know, it got to where I had it so much, I was just like, I started, you know, complacency, I started ignoring it. And then I joined the Army, came here to Savannah, and when I got out of the military, I eventually became a tour guide downtown. And when you become a tour guide, you have to go to the different restaurants and different museums and things, so if you ask, where's the best shrimp and grits, I know where to send you. So I went to the Andrew Lowe House, that's one of the historical homes downtown, um, it was built in 1846 for Andrew Lowe. He is a merchant here in Savannah. Um, and when you go to the Andrew Lowe house, you actually come in from the back, so you don't see their staircase when you first go in. And then you get, with the tour, they take you into the dining room, into the gentleman's parlor where they smoke and drink, and then across to the big parlor. Well, I don't like to be in the middle of a group, so I was in the back of the group, and as we were crossing the hallway into the big parlor, I don't know how long I stood there for, but the tour guide came back and she was like, hey, are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm just staring at the staircase I've been dreaming about since I was two. <laughs> and she was like, I'm going to let you have that and join us when you're ready. And she left me in the hallway oh to stare God. at the staircase. So. And the dream stopped after that.
1: That's such a good that's such a good story, seriously. Yeah. That is that is such a good story. Have you ever heard that
0: one? No. Wow. Well radar well, and I you, spend a lot of yeah, time together. I was about so. to say y'all spend way <laughs> yeah. more time
1: together than I spent with radar, even though radar's my homie. But, well,
2: yeah. now I know now I wanna know why I was streaming it. Who was yeah. I hmm. that I have seen that staircase? And I have a lot of people ask me, Well, did you come here when you were little and maybe just not remember it? And I've asked my parents and we have never been to Georgia. Oh, so, wow. to even come here. So, we have never been to Savannah.
0: So, I know that's not it.
1: Yeah, goodness gracious, that's wild.
0: Well, and it's interesting, the, the part of the dream that uh, makes it feel m- more substantial is the fact that you felt that you lived there at some point. And, I mean, there's a number of different things that, you know, or people you could have been in some form, you know. Uh, you could have even been the corgis that they had. You know, it's it's totally... Uh, Like, if you believe in that sort of uh, reincarnation sort of deal, uh, because there's no boundaries of what you can and cannot come back as. So um, a lot of times when people look into past lives, they look into uh, certain key factors of how tall were you? You know, like, did you have any other memories associated with that? Things like that, because, you know, people love when they go into... Uh, stories about past lives, they're like, I was the queen of England or I was blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, that's really rare, you know, to come back as, uh, from someone who was a, like, super famous figure. Mm -hmm. But that's not to say that you weren't uh, an employee of the Lowe family. You weren't, you know, a because Andrew Lowe didn't live in the house much at all after his first wife died. So there's a number of different people who could have.
2: When the dreamer was a child, Okay. And when I say a child, somewhere, it felt like somewhere like five, six years old. And to feel that when you're only like two, you know, sure. that you're older and a little taller, you know. It's kind of weird at that time when you're little, little. Um, so I didn't really know what it was. But then when it kept happening and kept happening, you know, it became like I remembered more details each time the dream happened. Because it was the same exact thing every time. Like a residual haunting. It's like sure. a loop in my in my mind of I, I've been here. Hmm.
0: That's very interesting. I would l- love to see you do like a a past life regression like session or something and see if that more information comes out of it. Now that you've actually been there and like uh experienced it, I would love to see that. I don't do past life regressions. I'm not qualified to do that. But, you know Yeah. Like I I would be interested to see what you found out of that.
2: I do want to do that, so you can definitely come along. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, Radar, you recently stayed in a room with a ton of creepy dolls. I've seen the photos. The photos are pretty cool. Um, (laughs) Tell us a little bit about that.
2: Cool and creepy, right? Yes. (laughs) Um, So, in August, my son and I, we went to take a trip so we could go home, visit family, but we also wanted to make it a, a haunting tour, like to, to see different haunted places, hit as many as we could on the way. Um, so Jefferson, Texas was one of the last stops on the trip, and I ended up splurging with that hotel, Um, I like to splurge on one thing on vacations, and that was the one thing because most of the rooms at the historic Jefferson have a queen-size bed. And of course, I don't think my 15-year-old is gonna wanna sleep with mom in the same bed. So, you know, of course, I was like, okay, I'm gonna get two separate rooms. You can have your own, I'll have mine. Which one do you want? Because I'm going back and forth between the doll room, which definitely is happening. And there's another room that has a secret passage. He's like, well, you can have the secret passage. I want the doll room. (laughs) And the whole time I'm in my head going, yeah, that'll change. And then, um, so the whole trip, he's like, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. And with the secret passage room, that that room is cool, too. Because when you walk in, there's a lever on the floor. The floor lifts up, and there's a tunnel that goes down under the room. What? Not gonna yeah. tell you where it goes, so y'all could go stay there in the secret passage room. But this is crazy. The yeah. um the doll room is filled with over 120 dolls. They're literally hanging from the ceiling from the furniture. Some are even under the bed. I accidentally kicked one in the head because I didn't know it was there. I was putting my suitcase on the bed and accidentally kicked. it. I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but um, so the whole trip though, my son's going. I'm staying in the doll room. Ha! He's so excited. And we actually get there, and, of course, that's the first place we're going to go. And the thing with the Jefferson is when you get there, every door is open to all the rooms. It has a little thing across the door as a security thing, so you can't go in, but as a guest, you can look in the different rooms that you're not staying in. So it's cool. So you can kind of lean in and look. That's very and, cool. you know, see yeah. each room. Because there's even a clown room for those that don't like clowns. Oh, Chris needs but- to stay there. <laughs> <So> Chris
1: <laughs> needs to stay in the clown room. Yes.
2: Yep. There's even a clown room. But so that's the first place we wanted to go was the doll room. So we make our way up the stairs. And, you know, we have one of our suitcases each with us. And we get to the doorway of the doll room. And there is this doll. It stands probably about to my hip. Um, has roller skates on, and it's greeting you. He is greeting you at the door, <laughs> and my son walks up, looks down at the doll, looks over at me. And he's like, "Nope." And he takes the suitcase, and on down the hallway he goes to go to the secret passage room. <laughs> I I knew the whole time I was staying in the doll room. Hello. Excuse
1: it's okay. We had a phone drop.
2: My, yeah. Excuse my phone. Throwing. That's
1: that is uh, that's creepy. It like is. like how many dolls did they have in
2: it? Over one hundred and twenty.
1: Over a 120. Yeah, there's dolls. at least
2: 120 in the
0: doll room. That's disgusting. And so, I, ugh, that's disgusting. I hate dolls. Y'all know this. <laughs> I don't like dolls.
2: Well, after my son walked down the hallway, I'm looking at the doll, and you can see its eyes kind of flitter a little bit, like he's, you know, eyeing me. And I'm like, Well, hello. <laughs> it's like, uh, I'll be nice to you if you're nice to me. Are you a good doll or a bad doll? And I could just feel it because I don't really have clear audience in the way Madison, Madison does. It comes over more like a telepathy kind of thing. And it was like, I, I get it through the feelings that they're sure. sending. And so it was like, I don't know. Are you a good human? And I was like, just don't murder me and I will leave you alone. I promise.
1: <laughs> wow.
2: Um, so that was the first experience in there. Um, when you go in the room... There is a doll that is uh, over top of the mirror on the dresser. The entire time, he was not afraid to watch where I was walking. His eyes were... So you saw
1: these dolls move?
2: Their eyes were moving.
1: Their eyes were moving.
2: Um, I know that the skater doll moved through the night because I did place something behind it and measure how far it was. Oh, wow. And the next morning, he was further away. And throughout the night, I would hear pitter-patter going across the room. Like, literally, like, someone's walking across the room. And I would open my eyes long enough, count dolls, okay, they're all where they're supposed to be, please don't <laughs> murder me, and I'd go back to sleep.
1: <laughs> LOL. Yeah.
2: Um, there was a doll that was hanging above me. Uh, he was quite uh, precocious because he would sit there and go, and you would hear his feet just kind of on the headboard. They'd and I like thought popping. maybe it was because I was moving. In the bed, yeah. you know, when I would roar or something. And I finally decided, okay, I'm going to lay back and I'm just going to, I'm just going to lay there and wait. And then I heard the start happening again. And I like look up and his legs were just.
0: What? Yeah. They were moving? Mm-hmm. This is why I don't like dolls. <laughs> oh, do, ugh, ugh, God, that's horrifying. So
1: do you think that, do you think that they, uh, like, I'm, I'm not familiar with the hotel, but do you think that they put like mechanics in the dolls and like control them?
2: They admitted to one that had mechanics in it. Okay. And I believed them when they told me this. Okay. Um, it's the one that's outside of the room. As soon as you walk up, it is motion censored, so it's supposed to scare you when you walk uh, up to okay. the room. Not that the skater doll isn't already making you nervous, but it's like as soon as you walk up, it goes, and its head turns. Oh. So they admitted to that. But there's um, several videos that you can find. There's one where this investigation team goes in, and they set up cameras, and there's a doll in the room that is leaning against the bed with her face towards the, the corner of the bed. She's on the floor mm-hmm. in between the bathroom and the bed, so she's leaning against the wall. And in the video, they barely catch her. She comes up over the bed and looks, and then, like, looks straight at the camera and then back down.
0: Nah. no. I would lose my mind
2: I would literally <laughs> nah. i I think that was the one that was moving oh I'm sure I think she was the one, but um they just had another video they posted a week ago, um and I don't know the Jefferson's website, maybe it's just like their hotel website I'm not sure the exact but it's on YouTube as well. They have a YouTube page, and that's where they posted it but um he um they caught a video of this doll that's out. Next to the door, it's up to the right of the door. Sure. And he's in his box, um, kind of like the one in Florida that's in the box and moves. Robert, yeah. Yeah, Robert, kind of oh, like Robert. Robert. And they have this camera focused on it because there was people saying that it's moving, and so they wanted to catch him moving. And so one night they finally caught him, and he, like, stood up in his box and then, like, leaned forward and, boop, fell against the box and then was moving some more, so... He he definitely was moving.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: I really want to go see the room.
1: Yeah. How how much is the room to stay? Um, like just off the top, total, if you remember
0: for both
2: rooms? I think I spent between three and four hundred dollars. Oh, so it's pretty standard. It was hotel it room. was worth yeah. it to me, yeah. but oh, I yeah. got two rooms for that. Yeah, you know That's that not was bad. My, that was my splurge. So I, I didn't find it. The, the price I paid for two rooms, I didn't find it unusual. Yeah, I would Not agree with all.
0: that. And especially for how much activity happens in that hotel, it's worth it. It's, you know... Yes. Well, it's not surprising that it has all the
2: activity because the second you walk into the the building, you feel like you've walked into like an antique store or a thrift shop or like an old, you know, farmer's market of some sort where there's just stuff everywhere to look. And there's so many antiques that are in this building. I mean, I felt at least 20 different entities in this building. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if there wasn't more.
0: I wouldn't be surprised, too, because, you know, we, we've talked about that a lot, that antique shops are always very haunted because of the fact that, you know, they, those are items that you don't know what their history is. You don't know what people had an attachment to, especially with dolls. They are, like, the most commonly <laughs> possessed item because it's the closest thing to being a human vessel um, mm. because they can move around. They can skate around. They can watch things through eyes. I'm like, that's... yeah. Horrifying.
1: So I recently doctored a video, not doctored. Or a
0: photo. It was a photo. No, yeah. yeah, what am I talking about?
1: I don't know. I'm going crazy. Uh, I recently um, edited, I guess you could say, uh, doctored two, um, a photo uh, where you were like, JT, there's something over there by the, what was the elevator? It was the elevator. Elevator. Yes. And I'm like, okay, I, I didn't see much. And then you know uh, when I take a photo into Lightroom, I I do all the normal stuff, lift the shadows, I, I you know adjust contrast to see if there is a contrast and if that contrast makes uh, a face more defined. Um, and so I did that, and I immediately was like taken aback because you know you kind of you saw it and I didn't, and then. Uh, And then I saw it immediately once I started to, uh, you know, uh, make that S-curve for contrast. And um, tell us a little bit about that and like the photo and and that stay at that hotel.
2: Um, So that was actually in Eureka Springs, Arkansas. That was at the historic Crescent Hotel. Um, That's actually for those that have heard of Nurse Ratched. Uh, She worked there for a little bit before all of her like real big controversy later on um but the crescent that hotel came about at a time when people were going to the hot springs to get healed and there was this doctor doctor he wasn't really a doctor Mm. he said he was he actually was advertising for people with cancer because that started becoming a thing more and more people were coming up with cancer you know just tobacco. In probably, but. yeah, in a number of
0: different things, yeah. the makeup you. that they were wearing and all sorts of stuff. So. Yeah, all, all sorts of stuff. Lead paint. Um, yeah, exactly. So, but so this
2: doctor, he was looking specifically for cancer patients, and he was advertising he could help to heal them or you know try to help to heal them, and he was running these awful experiments on these people. Um, I don't remember fully what he would do, but there was this one experiment he would do where he would take, like, apple seeds and, like, other poisonous things. Because apple seeds are poisonous. That's yeah, why they say you shouldn't eat them. And he would put, like, four or five different things, mix them together, and make these people take it as medicine to see what it would do to them. Hot. Um, so he was he was pretty, pretty... A pretty gruesome person. Um, and so... That was our first stop on the trip, and we were excited about that place, too, because it's a beautiful piece of property, and when you go in, you feel like you're taken back into the 1800s, just because it looks almost like it did then, and it's got the beautiful dining hall. You could go in, have your lunch, your breakfast, your supper, um, has, like, all the games in the back where you could go into the pool or, you know, do croquet and, you know, those kind of things, like they would have done back then, you know, the fun games you would have done. And so it was just it was it was fun to stay there. Well, we ended up um, walking around the hotel. We were taking pictures, and then they do offer ghost tours at night. Which there's one of their tour guides actually is has been on some of the ghost hunting shows. They've interviewed him because he's had experiences there. And I I'm so sorry I can't remember his name. Um, but he um, we were on the tour, and he eventually end up in the basement um, where the morgue was at. And that's actually where a lot of the activity happens. And, like, my EMF reader was going off, and I was not near anything electrical at all. Because I was even moving around, like, putting it next to the electrical, and it wasn't making it go off. But Mm. as soon as I'd go back to the spot where a lot of the EMFs go off, it was back up to red. And so um, I had taken that picture earlier in the day, and um, he actually was asking if anybody had caught any pictures, because a lot of people do catch pictures and don't know it. And I showed him the picture. You know, I put it to where it was big enough for him to see the face. And where we were standing just happened to be, like, I'm standing like this, showing him my phone. And on the wall is a picture of the doctor. And I'm sitting there looking. I was like, oh, that's actually the doctor's face. he's like, that is. And I was, like, holding it next to the picture. And we were like, oh, my gosh, that is him. Wow. But then when you doctored the picture, I saw something else behind him. It looked like a devil or a wolf oh, of some yes. sort. Yeah,
1: That's so- what I did. I, so when I, you know, Radar and I kind of had a, a long conversation about, about this, uh, where I definitely see the doctor. I definitely see the face and all of that. I don't see a wolf. Like I don't see, I, I to this very moment, Radar, I'm sorry. I just don't see the wolf.
0: It's, so, I, I kind of see where it's coming from, but it almost feels like it's, like, a costume. Because, I so, like, you know, think about, like, in the Victorian era, they wore, the, the costumes they wore for Halloween and things like that were so frightening looking. Well, I thought maybe
2: a couple things that I was thinking was that because it's looming over him, mm-hmm. maybe it's the devil because he was so evil, or maybe, you know... Maybe it's representing he's a wolf in sheep's clothing, because that's basically yeah. what he was. Yeah. And so you see the snout and the ears. I just see it looming over him, like it's engulfing him. And that's he, that's why he's evil, is the spirit has him engulfed.
1: Maybe you see that because of your sensitivity, but, you know, because um, I'm... Well, I' sensi- I'm about Madison to sense-
0: saw it too though yeah, I saw yeah. it too. So you saw it saw it? Yeah, oh, yeah. okay. yeah. She's yeah. not the
2: only one. There's other, but you know, that makes sense, though it's only been people who have been sensitive that have kind of honed in on that too. Yeah.
1: yeah, because I'm about sensitive to sleep foot, so <laughs> I've,
2: I'm
0: you know, sorry. <laughs> Hold on. Pause right there. Um, I'm sorry, what, what are you as sensitive?
1: <laughs> to? Of a sleep foot.
0: Where on earth did you get that saying?
1: I don't know, southern, I mean, he just might probably, uh, uh, my Mimi or, oh
0: my God. but see though, a foot that is asleep
2: is very sensitive to like being tingly and being yeah. touched and it's like super sensitive. So I don't think it's a,
1: no, I foot. mean my, 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 uh, my, my foot goes numb <laughs> when I, when okay. I go to sleep.
0: We're, we're getting to sleep. You know, I cannot relate. Um, it's not a woke foot. Oh my god! Good lord, that our our listeners are literally going to hear that one, and they're going to run with that. Like we we say things sometimes, and I'm like, oh, they're gonna they're gonna live for that one. They're like, I'm a sensitive as a sleep foot, and I'm like, oh, yeah. oh no, <laughs> oh god, I hate that word too. That's just like sleep foot. Like, yeah, that's a gross sounding thing like
1: the majority of of southern sayings have got
0: you know is it like bigfoot when he fell asleep he's now he's (laughs) saying the
2: short version of my foot's asleep yeah sleep foot yeah
0: yeah okay well uh we (laughs) we can i think i I
2: only get it because i'm
0: feeling it from you what you're thinking that it is yeah yeah. there you go i think you're the only one that's ever said that No, Um, me and my my mimi (laughs) okay well you know I wanna argue with that, but we'll reconvene on that at another time. So anyway, did, we, did
1: <laughs> we did my DNA test results and I'm like 70% from Mississippi, like yeah. seven. So I, I definitely got it from one of them. Maybe, like it, a, maybe it was passed down in my blood. Yeah, just sayings like that. I'm always always like bulls a tick in a blood bank. You know this, that, and the other. So, so
0: so, hold on. (laughs) We're we're really going into JT's like psychology right now because uh, I have never heard the that um, I've
2: never heard that term either but I understand what he's trying to you say you
1: immediately got it so, exactly that's why it's a term
0: but what I'm saying <laughs> though it's is like in your logic here you're thinking that your ancestors out of everything that they learned and went through in their lives they're like we're not going to give him that because that is a study actually that was done um, that you can get uh, how generational trauma is uh, transported between family members is because it affects your DNA mm. And so I'm like, so they were like, mm, we're not going to give him the knowledge of how to do that. But you know what we are going to give him is sleep foot. Sleep that's going to come out of, his, out of his subconscious one day I, I promise, and break his wife's brain. I, I, I <laughs> promise
2: he's probably the only one to use to sleep foot. I promise your ancestors you really have used bless your heart a little bit more. Bless yes. your heart. Absolutely. Okay, but I got one, that one. That's
0: logical though. That is logic. But okay anyway <laughs> let's get
1: back so, to radar so um sorry
0: that literally made that itched my brain in a very weird way yes. so it's, uh, it's
1: i funny. tend to do that it's that's totally why funny. she married me yes
0: um Jtisms. So, Jtisms.
1: jt yep. so you um so it was, it was three hotels right yeah. It was three different hotels and what is was the third haunted?
2: Well, that particular picture cuz I didn't, I didn't finish that part. Oh, that okay. particular yeah. picture was on the floor our room was on. Okay. And I have always <sighs> heard people say take pictures with um, reflective surfaces like mirrors and stuff. I was like, "Well, this is a reflective surface." And so I took my picture with the elevator. And so it's that it's the elevator on the third floor is what we were on. Oh. Um but the third hotel, there really was only, like, two two spirits I was feeling there. There really wasn't a lot of activity. And that was the um, Malaga Hotel oh. in um, Mobile, Alabama. Um, we stayed there because it was just kind of convenient. It's a haunted place to stay, and it's almost home. Um, so that was, like, the last place we stayed. And we ended up – we were going to leave the next afternoon mm-hmm. – But at 4 o'clock in the morning, my son, I think he has abilities, but I don't know if he knows he does, Sure, if that makes sense. Yeah. And, like, he kind of feels things when I'm talking about it, but it's not like how I feel them, which, you know, that's normal at that age to still be trying to figure those things out. But at the Malaga, he actually said that one of them was bothering him i was asleep and i got woken up he was like mom can we leave he actually asked if we could leave so we packed up it's 4 a.m we pack up and we leave and the guy that like had checked us in he's like is everything okay and we're like no the ghosts are just bothering us he's like okay that's a good reason to leave (laughs) wow so
1: what what was the what was the spirit doing
2: he, it, he didn't really have a big explanation other than that she was bothering him. And he said, she mm-hmm. is bothering me. Oh, wow. And so for him to pick up, it was a, yeah, a gender, female, yeah. which is what I was feeling the two spirits were, were females. Which this hotel was built by um, these two sisters. Their husbands built this house for them. Mm-hmm. And if you look at a picture, you see it's like, kind of like the mirror house downtown here in Savannah. It's identical. Okay, so that's who the house was built for. So I'm wondering if it's the sisters that are haunting the building.
0: That, when you said it's two sisters, that's where my brain went. I was like, oh, they probably have some type of attachment there. I mean, that's usually the most common, like way a ghost kind of sticks to a place is like it was something built in honor of them or it's some place that they had a lot of memories or things like that and maybe she was just irritating your son for some reason who knows
2: I don't know other stuff was going wrong in the room too like the AC would go on and off on its mm. own and like it literally like cut all the way out and they had to check it to you know and they got it working again but it went out again and Hmm. like just other stuff was happening that was kind of weird like the tv was turning itself off and um and i tried to go to sleep and then four o'clock in the morning he's here can we leave (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh my god
2: That literally that's what he said he's like wow. I, I know you're sleeping but can we can we leave it's sounds- <laughs> like i was like why he's like because she's bothering me and i was like what do you mean she's bothering you the the spirit she keeps coming in here and i can feel her he's like i just i want to leave i don't feel easy it's it's like he wasn't feeling easy about it Huh? he's like can we just go so we like Packed up real fast. Which one was this again? Which hotel was this? The Malaga.
1: The Malaga. Okay. The Malaga. So we had the Jefferson, the Crescent, the Malaga.
2: Yes. Yep. Okay. The historic Jefferson Hotel, which is in Jefferson, Texas, um, which is the cutest little town you could ever visit, Um, and then the Crescent Hotel, that's in Eureka Springs, Arkansas, and then you have the uh, historic Malaga Inn, which is in Mobile, Alabama.
1: And all three are like stupid haunted.
2: The Malaga wasn't stupid haunted. It was just kind of. There was those two spirits. That's how I felt. It felt really, like at first when I got there, I didn't feel like there was really anything going on. It was more like later on when we were really really in the hotel room and stuff was kind of happening a little bit. Um, But, yeah, the Crescent, you could feel it. Okay. Um, And the Jefferson, the second you, I didn't even get in the building and I could feel it emanating from the building. Yeah. So the second I walked in, it was like just feeling the energy and the feelings. It's like, it's like a tidal wave that comes over you when you can feel those things. Sure. So definitely there's the Jefferson, I would say out of the three is the most haunted of those three. Okay.
0: Cause uh, they 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 kind of own it. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care and we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder.
2: There's at least 20 that I felt. Mm -hmm. I'm sure there's more. It just was an overload at the time.
1: Gotcha. So, um, taking a step back from the vacation, more just about you, Radar, uh, what is the scariest thing that's ever happened to you?
0: When it comes to spirits. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That.
1: Not like, yeah. When Um, it comes to spirits.
0: I would say uh,
2: I, I have had a demon follow me. Okay. Oh, yes. um, Tell us about this. I like this story. So there is a, and I'm not going to say the name of the business because I don't want them to be bombarded, but there's a warehouse out in Pooler, Port Wentworth area. Um, it's right about where Mulberry Grove plantation would have been, and I used to go clean this business at night, and all sorts of stuff would happen. Like the lights would turn themselves off. I'd go in the bathroom to clean it. The light would turn off. The door would shut. And I'd be left in the dark, you know, trying to find my way back to turn the light on. Um, and he could just feel like at the back of the warehouse, mm-hmm. I always felt like there was something back there that was like watching me constantly. And his energy felt really super dark. And... um. The one time I braved going back there, uh, there was like, I would, I was hearing noises. And there's a couple of times like something fell from the shelves that probably shouldn't have fallen. So I was like, I'm never coming back to this part. It doesn't need to be that clean. Gracious. (laughs) Um, But eventually I started feeling like whatever this was, was following me. Okay. Like I could feel the feeling, you know, I could feel it. And so I started having things happen to where, like, I was getting really sick, I was having these weird accidents, kind of like you saying that, you know, when the doll, your grandma, your grandmother's mm-hmm. doll was in your trunk and you would have these little accidents, I was having little accidents, like I broke my left foot in three places because I just mm. tripped on air, and it felt like something, you know, put its foot out and tripped me, but I was the only one there. Gracious. Um. So, eventually, it took a little bit of doing to to get rid of it. Uh, demons are not the easiest thing to get rid of. Everybody says nope. sage, sage, sage. Sage does not work on those type of demons. No, no. This one, um, I don't know how to describe it, really. It didn't feel like other dark entities that I have felt. It felt like it was an ancient kind of thing. And the only way I can describe it is if you've ever seen um, Amy Allen on dead files, Mm -hmm. there's an episode and I don't remember what episode it is. She actually, I'm watching it and she starts describing what is following me because it's in this house that she's in. Wow. And I was like, that's exactly what is following me. And she was kind of trying to help them figure out how to get rid of it, which helped me to figure out how to get it to go away. Um, So that's probably the scariest thing because there would be times I'd be like driving down the road and I would see the shadow kind of like following my car. Mm -hmm. Um, And it'd be a thing like I'd be driving and it would be like out of the corner of my eye and I would see it and it would like duck down to where I, you know, it would hide itself because I had seen it. So that's probably the creepiest thing that's ever happened. But I don't know the other night I saw that, that, uh, dark entity crossing Colonial Park Cemetery, too. So oh, that was kind of yeah. a creepy experience, too.
1: You saw a dark entity crossing? It's, it's the
0: one that we were talking about. How oh, the photo? Yes. Oh. Um, yeah, where, so it was-
1: You got a photos. Yeah. You got so many photos.
0: But that's not my photo. It was that
2: was oh. a guest yes. photo, oh. which was really yes. weird because we were just waiting- for everybody to get on board the trolley. And I was talking to Madison. I was like, hey, did you notice that, because w- we were doing the tour, the sure. underground, um, and I'm the driver for that, the main driver. And we were going around Colonial Park Cemetery. And I asked her, I said, hey, did you notice I was going a little bit slower than normal around the cemetery? She's like, actually, yeah, I kind of noticed that. Well, why? And it's because when I was going around, and I've seen it, I've seen it, I saw it last week, too, with mm-hmm. Maddie. Yeah, what? when we were going around. Yeah, I'm. he's starting to show himself to me now. And so oh, man. we were going around, and we were going on that western edge along Abercorn. Yeah. Sure. and Where
0: all the dogs freak out, if you remember yes. that.
2: Yes. Yeah. And so I'm driving, and I, I, I was slowed down because I didn't want to hit anybody, but I'm sitting here trying to, you know, look to see sure. exactly what it is so I can remember as many details as possible because I don't see them often. Yeah. And so – um, and I was like, hey, yeah, th- the reason why is because I saw the same, you know, skulking across the cemetery. kind of reminded me on the Pirates of the Caribbean, the, the ghost, you know, the pirates at night when they turn into skeletons, when they go to attack the, the British ship and they're in the ocean and they're going really slow and the, they're creepy looking as they're going through. The, that's what he looked like. Oh wow. He's in there and he's carrying his musket. He's just skulking across. He felt dark, but he felt mm-hmm. protective of the cemetery okay and so we were talking about that and there just happened to be a guest on board her name's courtney Mm -hmm. and she was like i was here last year for a bachelorette party and i caught this photo is this it and she holds up this photo of him and i was like yes that is exactly what i saw i was like can you send me that picture so that's how i ended up with the i didn't
0: take it she did oh
1: cool do you think she'd be okay with us putting it on I'm sure
0: she would, you know, it's... Um, I should text her and ask her. Yeah, yeah, if
1: you would, that'd be great to the podcast and see and all that.
0: Yeah, um, It it is a freaky looking photo. Because, um, uh, like, a couple days after she showed it to us, Radar and I actually went back to Colonial Park Cemetery and tried mm-hmm. to figure out exactly where it was. Um, and there's no way, you know, the lighting would have affected it or anything yeah. like that. But it looks like... It looks like um like a skeleton sort of figure. It looks like it doesn't have any meat on its legs. It looks like it is just this weird like stick kind of man holding a musket. It oh. is the most bizarre photo. Um but yeah, we we went over there and we found exactly where it was and you could feel it. You could feel that there uh, there was something that was like noticing that we were looking for it. And so uh, we found the spot and we pulled out. I had the ghost tube app the whole time. Cause I just like to see if we pick up anything when we're, you know, just walking around and stuff. And immediately I was going to point out something to radar. I'm like, Hey radar, do you see that over there? And immediately I like, cause it was standing right in front of me and it goes devil. on the ghost tube and we're like okay great um cool so we're gonna go over here now um but it was it's such a weird entity and i don't know exactly what it is like it feels almost like a like a guardian spirit but it's odd the way that it uh, projects itself if it is no i I doubt it too it was mostly trying to get a a reaction out of us but the
2: feeling i was getting from it, it it feels dark but it feels protective And when I was watching one of your episodes of, you know, the podcast, um, there's one where Chris is talking about portals and how there is a spirit that guards the portal. Mm -hmm. And that's what it feels like he's doing is not really guarding the cemetery, but he's guarding that area and guarding the other spirits that are in that area. Sure. That is the feelings and energy that I was getting from it.
0: Yeah, the um well, and that would that makes logical sense, just in the way that um something that we've both have seen on a number of occasions in Colonial Park Cemetery, and I think I've talked about this before, is there's this one corner of the cemetery that just is always hazy, it is always foggy, you can sometimes you'll be sitting in it or like you'll be sitting in that area mm-hmm. on a bench and you'll notice it everything looks a little bit hazier mm-hmm. around you and there have been times when we've driven past during the tour and we we're both like what <laughs> why
2: is there what? so much fog over why there? is that one specific corner the only place that is foggy yeah and
1: yeah. it's the
2: corner that's back by the entrance where the playground is yes. it's that
0: specific corner back there And so um, we've kind of had that working theory of like, well, maybe that's like where that portal sort of is, which is not out of the realm of possibility Mm -hmm. for sure. So, but definitely a creepy, (laughs) creepy photo, (laughs) uh, nonetheless. So, Uh, but with that, yeah, um, this has been really interesting. We need to have you back on when Chris is better. So that way we can talk more because there's like a million different stories that just even I know. That we that didn't I've get to, yeah, yeah, that we haven't, like, covered. So I feel like it would be interesting to do that. Um, we definitely talked about we want to do, like, a Para Junkie exclusive episode with you
1: yeah, so, we're definitely doing
0: that. Yeah, definitely. So um, we are uh, going to need to wrap things up, though. So thank you so much for joining us well, today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but if you don't already follow us on social media, you can follow us under our new TikTok account name, Haunted City Podcast. Um we changed it over so that we could separate things a little bit. So that is gonna be exclusively podcast content. Um if you wanna see more about our immersive theater, you can follow Savannah Underground. And then you can also follow us on Instagram at the most haunted city on earth. If you wanna become a para junkie, you can find us on Patreon under is it still under uh Savannah, Savannah Underground? Underground? Cool, excellent. Yep. And then we also have yes.
2: I was gonna say if they wanna see some of my adventures I do have a TikTok, okay, radar on the radar nine, uh, really easy to find. So if you want to see some of the adventures I've gone on, I'm slowly putting stuff on there.
0: So absolutely. Yes, definitely. Uh, go check out radars, um, or TikTok because she's got radar
1: on the radar nine. Yes. Got it.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely check that out. And then also, if you are looking for merch, if you want to wear, you know, the most haunted city on earth on your chest or on a fanny pack or on a beanie or things like that, you can find it on hauntedcitypodcast.com, which is our website. That's it. So awesome. Well, thank you guys again for always uh, supporting us and all your continuous listening and uh, interactions. Uh, we will be doing a Q and A when Chris gets back. So if you want to ask any questions, you can utilize the Q and A button on TikTok make my life a lot easier because if you just (laughs) comment in the comment section there is not a guarantee that I will get to it so definitely uh utilize that button but thank you guys again and my name is Madison Timmons
1: I'm J.T. Timmons
0: and stay spooky y'all